You are listening to Engaging and Exciting Conversation on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Podcast. Get ready. Now. Welcome, everybody. You're listening to the Radiant Culture Podcast. I am your host, T Mac, joined by two handsome men in the building. Yes, yes. <laughs> we're here, we're here, we're here. <laughs> hey, T Mac. What's up, Biscuit? How you doing? I'm good, I'm good. How's y'all? Not too bad, not too shabby. Yeah, not too shabby at all. So even with lockdown, we've been we've been told to stay away from each other by our producer. So we are doing this on Zoom once again. Um, yeah, yeah. And my Wi-Fi won't play games. Because <laughs> last time was terrible. yeah, yeah, yeah. Last time was terrible indeed. <laughs> but um, hey guys, so so I hear that I think I'm actually gaining weight, eh? Maybe it's because yes. like less movement, so less walking. I don't you know. Are, you oh. kind of actually are. I've I've been working out, you know. So it's it's not about like I'm not I'm not being a couch potato, and oh. like yeah, I just like I weighed myself the other day. I was like, wow. Anyway, it's okay, man. I'm just so happy. God is good, man. God is good. Wow. Like you know how many <laughs> people are listening to you right now, like this guy <laughs> as celebrate gaining weight listen we have different we have different struggles and desires in life you know so yeah oh and today is t-mac's birthday yay happy birthday yes. to you happy birthday to you everybody has birthday happy birthday happy birthday t-mac happy birthday thank you thank you thank you yeah, we need to have a real party. No, it's a big birthday. Oh, wow. Okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah. So today, we are going to be having um, another interesting discussion. Uh, but I think today's one is quite unique uh, because we're, um, I guess it's, it's unique in its own way. So today, our, our topic of discussion is heroes. Um, and I know, you know, people start thinking about all kinds of things when they hear that. You start thinking of the hero's eka. You start thinking of... I, think of I don't know. Hero! Uh, I was actually going to reference that to say, you know, I <laughs> I was thinking about the, the series, Heroes, you know, and how much I used to love that back in the day and, and how, yes, Natish, I loved it. Hero Nakamura and Peter mm-hmm. Petrelli and all these, and, and you know, and all these different characters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but today's topic is about heroes and Specifically, we're going to be talking about um, whether or not we need heroes. Um, and so here, here's what I mean. We live today in a world where um, people worship or idolize heroes, right? Whether it's popular people, popular business people, um, well-accomplished individuals, we seem to, to give them um, this attention and put them on pedestals etc etc um and they almost become our heroes so you can you can hear somebody say you know elon musk is my hero or bill gates is my hero i don't know if many people are saying that these days um or i don't know whoever else or mahatma gandhi or mother Teresa. it could be anybody but you know we're living in a world we live in a world where you know people will follow and um i'm trying to i'm trying to not use the word idolize 
uh, but maybe highly esteem individuals who um, either well accomplished or stand for certain causes. And just thinking about that with reference to who we are as Christians, you know, you we often find ourselves in the, ourselves in this pickle where you you really admire something about somebody, but the person is not a Christian. Sometimes these people are even openly against you know, what we stand for as Christians. And so we want to talk about that today to say, um, does, is it really proper for Christians to have heroes who are not necessarily godly? Um, can you learn from people like that? Can you extract lessons from people like that? And then we're then going to talk about um, Christian heroes as well. So, yeah. So I think we're in for quite an exciting discussion. <laughs> When you brought up this topic, it made me think of two people in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, the Michaels, MJ and uh, MJ. <laughs> did uh, you guys watch The Last uh-huh. Dance? I did, yeah, the I did. One? Phenomenal. The Last, the last Dance. dance. Uh, no, I know I did. <laughs> yeah, the Last Dance. Yeah. I'm taking that personal. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's a, it's a document. Well, not documentary. What can you call it? Ah, anyways. Yeah, it is. It is like a like a documentary, mm-hmm. sort of. Um, yeah, told from Michael Jordan's perspective about Michael Jordan, <laughs> autobiography, more like. And um, the, and but it, and about that whole Chicago Bulls team, also. Yeah, yeah, in yeah, a yeah, sense, yeah. yeah. Well, the footnotes, but yes, they they're also in there. <laughs> right. Shout out, Scotty Pippen. Um, yeah, no, but it was about him, and I watched it, and I was so like inspired. I was like, "Yeesh, this guy works hard." Like, yo, I've just, I was just in awe. Like, I knew people looked up to Jordan, but I'm not into basketball, yeah. so I didn't care. Like, he wasn't someone who I looked up to. But after watching that, I was like, "Wow, this guy's work ethic." I don't think anyone can match that. And then right. the other, but I didn't know much about his personal life. So even after watching it, I still, you know, was like, mad respect, dude. I can, I can take some stuff away from this. Then right. the other day, I was at a dinner party. This is relating to the other Michael, Michael Jackson. And then uh-huh. we were talking about, you know, this whole versus thing, like, Monica versus Brandy, and it was Aaliyah versus Kisha Cole, I think. So um, we were talking about if there was a versus with um, R. Kelly, who would it be? Mm. And then people were like, Michael Jackson. I was like, what? Michael Jackson versus R. Mm -hmm. Kelly? Nah, fam. There's no versus for Michael Jackson. Like, he's just on his own in a league by Mm -hmm, himself. mm -hmm. I agree. Um, and also, R. Kelly, I was like, ew, why are you still listening to his music? He's disgusting. So then it just <laughs> showed me what a double standard I have because I'm still uh, listening to Michael Jackson despite um, some of the things that yeah. he's done. But after watching Surviving R. Kelly, I cancelled him. Capital C A N E L, cancelled. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Because of now, because I knew like about his personal life, so I was like, nah, nah. No, he's no longer a hero at all to me. So yeah, right. I, I just, I, I just, it just made me think. Like, yeah, could, like what you were saying, is it okay for us as Christians to put aside the person's personal life and just look at their accomplishments and be like, no, God is enabling them. He's blessed them with talents. He's made them amazing to be an inspiration to the rest of us, and just not even look at their like personal 
issues at all. Right. But even, you know, even without bringing the God aspect into the picture, if you just look at people um, who are not even Christians, right? So, for example, some, somebody like Michael Jordan, I don't know if Michael Jordan is a Christian. I'm, I'm not sure, but, um, you know, you look at somebody I like that. he's a Christian in the way that everyone in Hollywood is apparently a Christian. Right. Right. So you've got people like that. And, you know, he's a he's a hero to so many people. And when you look, you know, he's had his fair share of issues, uh, marriage issues and all kinds of things. And so the question then becomes um, what, what we tend to do, actually, is that we tend to overlook all these other things. Right. And we just look at the, at the one thing that we like and that we love about the person. Um, and similarly, you know, you can take somebody like, I guess, R. Kelly, because we used him as an example, who I suppose is quite a deplorable... Well, he was a Christian, busy releasing, you saved me. <laughs> right, then you find that... That was a yeah, dope album. Was, I loved it. Then you start finding out all these things about him and, and, and whatnot, whatnot. The question is that, what, what should determine um, whether or not we can regard somebody as a hero? What is the definition of a hero anyway? Good place to start. Good place to start there. Uh, tell us. Nakamura. <laughs> what, do, what do you think, Biscuit? Well, the, the dictionary definition is a person who is admired for their courage, outstanding achievements, or noble qualities. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll agree with okay. that because um, as you were speaking, I was thinking of war heroes. They can live right. whatever lives they've had, but that person dove in and uh, picked up a bomb and threw, put it in his hat and threw it to another building and it exploded while he was covering an army of innocent civilians and he's a hero, regardless right. of what that person did in their life. But that person did something. Where that same person can then, I don't know, murder people. They can. And then their accolades are taken away from them. They are taken away. But does it change the fact that in that instance they were a hero? It doesn't. I don't think I don't think it does. So 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 that means that um it's gotta be contextual. I'm thinking it has to be contextual because you will find people who listen to to death metal or something and they'll be like, Corn is our hero. So in their context, for what they're doing, that is a hero in, in that sphere, but maybe not to us. Okay. So okay. I guess hero in, in some cases is a relative term. Right, right. I don't know, because I think, I guess I was thinking about it a bit more because of Easter, but obviously Jesus is our hero guy. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <Number> <laughs> um, but then when he was crucified Pilate gave the people the option Kuti, do you want me to release Jesus who's basically in Pilate's opinion hadn't done anything wrong or do you want me to release this other old Barabbas who's like an yeah. insurrectionist medera, missionary like had a rap sheet I don't know how long and the people chose yeah. Barabbas and this shocked Pilate yeah. he's like I thought you people are religious, you're spiritual, you worship God. Why are you choosing mm-hmm. this unlawful guy as your hero versus this right. meek and mild, you know, good character? Obviously, yes, he was rubbing in the wrong way, calling himself the Messiah. But yeah. 
It did, even to someone as worldly as Pilot, it did not make sense because you guys are just choosing the wrong one. Like, your hero should be this guy, not this guy. Yeah. Based on their yeah. character, not even on the yeah. like, miracles or whatever, just on their character. So why do we think it's okay to choose heroes based off just their acts and not their character? I think you can choose them. I, I, like I said, it's still relative. You can have a hero for their acts as much as you can have a hero for their character. Many of the heroes of faith are heroes because of their characters uh, and their acts together. Maybe that's where we, the, the whole discussion began because that can be problematic. But I think you can be, yeah, you win the hero middle for different things. I don't think you've there's just like brought, a one version. Yeah, I think you've just brought in a whole nother aspect, which is heroes of faith. Because I think that that there is almost in its own category, um, so to speak. But I think before before we move to that, what I want to ask is, um, you know, we're, we're living in an age right now where, you know, obviously social media, whatnot, whatnot, you've got all kinds of people who are now celebrities because they've got huge followings. You know, you've got people like your Janimbis, the late, and your hash puppies, the incarcerated and you know all, all these different people who have almost be- who had become heroes because of lifestyle you know just the, the, the lifestyles that they lived all the lavish lifestyles splurging all of that kind of stuff then you you get all these people who follow that and consider these guys as their heroes um just because of what they see on the media right they, they're seeing all these guys you know they, they're seeing these guys with rolls royces and um living in fancy mansions and whatnot whatnot and they sort of end up deciding that you know this is the kind of person that i want to follow because i i guess they're emulating what they're seeing so my question then becomes can can you really legitimately call somebody a hero on the basis of what you see you you know what i'm saying All, all the stuff that you see them portraying themselves to be is that enough for somebody to be regarded as a as a hero so your definition for hero in this case is an aspirational figure, someone who to whom you would aspire to to be like or to emulate things from. That that that's the, the definition we're using for this context. Well, I, I, I guess so. I just want to frame anything else that comes after it. Okay, cool. Um so you're saying can we based on what we see, is that enough? Yeah, I would then go on to say, is there anything other than what we see for anything? God so far is the only one who can look inside a person in any context. It's like looking at some couple and saying, oh, they really love each other. But we're not basing that on what we see. That's it. That's all we've got, really. But if we can make that assertion in that case, can we not make other character assertions? I, I suppose, and this is all leading somewhere, by the way, right? Yeah. Because I, I'm actually looking at the whole, at our whole definition of what it means to be a hero today in our society. Because uh, I think several years ago, maybe a decade ago, or even more, um, that definition was was totally different from from what we we have today in a, in a lot of ways, right? So you brought up the example of war heroes. Um, somebody brought up the example of sports, you know, sports heroes and people like that. But today things seem to be seem to be changing. 
And when we now look at um, Christians, I've, you know, as a Christian, I've had to ask myself, okay, some of the people that I follow on Instagram or some of the people that I admire, that I think, ah, you know, this person is actually pretty dope. I've had to ask myself, good to hear. Why do I, what about this person makes them an outstanding person? Like, wh- why do I hold them in such high esteem? And a lot, of, a lot of times it's simply to do with their accomplishments, right? It's simply to do with the fact that they're slaying it <laughs> somewhere or, or whatever, right? But then when you mm-hmm. look at some of these guys, you're just like, ish, what, lifestyle-wise, you know, when you look at the values that they hold, when you look at the things that they stand for, you then start asking yourself that, should I really be um, holding some of these people in the sort of with the sort of esteem that I do, given that I'm a Christian, given the fact that they stand for all the things that we as Christians should be like, plus mm, this this is wrong. But ah, you know, he's so great at that. He's such a great athlete. So let's just concentrate on that. Or he took this company to the stock market and he's just like totally amazing at that. But the dude is just like, yeah, yeah, he's just shady. So as Christians, is there a place for us to stop and question those things? Or should we just emulate and pick up the things that we think are great that will add to our lives or whatever and ignore all the other things? These are the that's, questions I find myself asking. asking. That's, a, that's a very interesting question, if I can just chime in a little bit. Um, I sure. think it goes back to what Tino was saying in terms of context, uh, because I feel like, um, you know, when you talk about things like sports heroes or other fields, you can have a situation where someone does something very well, you know, like a great business person who really knows how to organize, you know, businesses and create value you know, and build an enterprise. Uh, And they have, you can't deny that. You can't take that away from them. But then Mm -hmm. you then find out that they have, you know, certain value systems that don't line up with with, with our Christian faith. And, you know, they probably divorced many times and, you know, the way they, they treat women or they have scandals or that sort of thing. You know, take, take, for example, someone like Tiger Woods, you know what I mean? Great golfer. If I'm a golfer, Uh, I think in terms of context, I can then look at it and say, hey, from a sporting perspective, from a golfing perspective, I can admire and look at certain aspects. You know, uh, T-Mac was talking about uh, MJ's work ethic. I can look at things like that from the sporting perspective. But this is where our faith comes in and puts filters and say, hey, but on this other side, then, you know, I cannot hold this guy in high esteem when it comes to his personal life, when it comes to his uh, moral stance, I can't do that. I have to block that out and, and kind of zone in on the aspects that I feel like I can draw from to say, hey, this guy has got a great work ethic. He keeps his, uh, he keeps in shape. You know, he, he practices his technique, you know, emulate certain things that, that make him a success, a success in that field that I'm trying to be a success in, but filter out and then try and find a different role model, draw inspiration from, from another source for the more personal or moral side of things. That, that's, that's what I, I would say. I'll chime in on that as well. Um, something along those lines, uh, I guess we do it all the time, but I took note of it maybe two weeks ago. Um, my YouTube feed, feed brought up this other guy that I occasionally listen to. Um, he's this 
programmer. He worked for Google, and then he moved over to Facebook. Billionaire, Asian dude. And so I listened to his story because I was like, okay, there's an actual technician, and he's made all this money working for this. And so I thought it would be very interesting to hear his insights. And he's got very interesting insights about working in those companies. The video that popped up on my feed uh, recently was um, him reflecting on his divorce and how being a billionaire caused his divorce. So obviously a title like that is going to be like, ah, mm -hmm. how did being a billionaire cause your divorce? I'm trying to do that myself. So I, I watched it and in listening to his reasoning, finally I understood kind of where he was going. But the more I listened to this guy, I was like, why would she like you anyway? The way you're talking, the way you're behaving, you are, you're a jerk. That is why you got divorced, not because of your money. There's some underlying issues I could just see just watching him. And then I thought to myself, um, yeah, on these topics, my guy, I'm just not going to listen to you. You have nothing because there was another follow-on video lessons I learned from him. I was like, I'm not even clicking on this. In this area, you are not an authority. Making money for Google, yes. Let me hear you when you speak about that. Other things, mm, that's not lining up with the ethos, I believe in, the, the lifestyle I'm trying to espouse. I could see yeah, he was very much not a Christian. He definitely did not believe in some fundamentals that would have averted this issue. So mm -hmm. I do believe in this whole cherry picking. Um, and to add further, if I can just put a, another spin on it, let's say I'm, a, I'm an athlete. Um, and... And I want. I, I need a target. I need a goal. I need a level to aspire to. Is it not fair for me to look towards Usain Bolt as a hero in that field specifically? Uh, because I'm not going to find someone to push me from church in that regard. Shall I say? There's <laughs> no one that's going to run that fast. So watching him makes sense. Right. So I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, just a quick one. Quick. That, oh, sorry. okay. No, go, go for it, Kimai. Go. Um, yeah, just you saying that, Kuti. Obviously, this door, okay, in your local church, yeah, maybe there's no one to do that. But surely there are, in all these spheres, Christian figures who are doing it big in the spheres that we um, want to be great at. So... <clears throat> Like, what's his name? Uh, Tim Tebow, is it? Isn't he like yeah. a mm -hmm. NFL player who's a very, like, outspoken Christian? And they probably yeah. are more Christians on those fields, but they're just not outspoken. So they probably are more musicians. They are more technicians and technocrats and all these people who are amazing at what they do. But they're probably not putting their Christianness at the forefront. So we don't even know that we can have heroes in these areas, but we don't know who they are because their faith is maybe something you'd know if you know them on a personal level. But if you only know them from seeing their YouTube videos or watching their games, you'd be none the wiser. Like, I mean, you just don't know. So how is it something to also put a check on us? Like, are we putting our faith in the forefront of the things we do? Because there might be some young guy ghetto who could be looking up to you, could be both that. But does he know that you're this Christian owned? Or he just sees you as, ah, I'm a blast. Like, he just doesn't even know. 
Yeah. We can't be, you know, that outspoken about our own pain. Anyway, just something that I was thinking. No, this is good. And the question I was actually going to pose is in line with what you um, you, you mentioned there, which is um, Keith, Keith highlighted, or you, you mentioned something about filters. And he says, we, we just need to, uh, we need to filter out the things that, you know, could be shady or um, that may not necessarily align with what we believe. The question I then find myself asking a lot is, are we really putting those filters, right? Are we putting those filters? Are people thinking along those lines? Or, you know, it's one of those, I like so-and-so and he's so amazing at this, um, even though he is gay or it's even scary to say these things nowadays even though you know he's he's gay or he's like trans all these all, all this stuff right we're like ah no it's all good you know this guy is such an amazing fashion designer it doesn't really matter and so my question then becomes uh yeah yeah i i, I guess we can learn from from all kinds of people like i really love um tom ford right i guess i just like his whole um approach approach to design and whatnot whatnot um and and stuff like that. However, Tom Ford is just like a very openly gay guy. I guess most of these designers are. So my my you know the, the thing is for me, I, I guess I start asking myself questions like, are we are we are we putting those filters in place? Are we asking the questions to say, okay, fine, I like this aspect of this person and I love their work ethic and whatever, whatever, whatever. However, are we also asking the other questions that matter? Are we asking the questions? to do with, um, you know, this person's lifestyle and what they stand for. Um, is there no risk of me beginning to compromise certain values that I hold because I hold this person in such high esteem? You know what I'm saying? Because it's often difficult to criticize somebody that you admire. It's, it's difficult to look to look at the, the things that you don't necessarily like about what they do or that you don't necessarily agree with because... When you like somebody, you like many things about them. So I'm just saying, is there no risk of us as Christians now starting to compromise some of our stances on certain things just because the people we love hold those views? Mm. Yeah, that would be my problem with Obama. <laughs> I'd say um, it's unavoidable. I don't think we can actually live in this world without aspiring. We're aspirational beings. We cannot right. not aspire to things. We cannot not see gifting or, or success in certain areas and want to emulate it. And I, I think the whole of life is meant to be seen through a filter and you choose that filter. And our filter is our faith and our belief and Christ. So yes, you're very right that we should be analyzing things through that perspective. And maybe that's what we should train ourselves to do rather than saying, should we have heroes or not have heroes? I don't think we can't. I think we should be very selective in how we choose those heroes or what aspect of that heroism we choose to follow. Um, because I also like to think that the gifts and the abilities that we had were from God. So I can't not admire it in someone. I, I, I think mm -hmm. I'm a well-avowed non-Beyonce listener. And... At the same time, I will clearly say she is probably one of the greatest musicians living at the moment. I, I cannot deny it. It is yeah. just it is insane. Yeah. But 
I, I cannot sit there and listen to all her music because I simply do not agree with all the content. I do not agree with what right. he's trying to make me do. I do not agree with the suggestions. But I will still say, yo, wow. If anyone wants to aspire to be a great musician, that's a great place to look. Seek to, to use your gift better or as good as that. Okay. Uh, we, we, we can't say that she wasn't given that gift or she doesn't have that gift. So. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, can I quickly, Tim, you want to say something? Before I move, okay. Um, <clears throat> I then want us to take it to uh, the other side, which is uh, within the Christian camp itself. Uh, we also find, you know, there's he. I guess we, we have heroes. Uh, many of us have heroes within within the Christian faith, right? People that we look up to, people who, whether it's our pastor, whether it's um, you know somebody who has done amazing things for God. Uh, either in the front lines or maybe then the background somewhere, or it, it could even be, you know, people who, um, you know, just like historical sort of uh, figures within the Christian faith, theologians and people like that. Uh, but just looking at the modern day structure of um, church and Christianity and all of that, I, for me, you know, I, I also often find myself asking the question, that as somebody who used to have so many people that I looked up to, that I was like, ah, this dude is my hero. Um, should we really do that as Christians? Uh, don't we also then run the risk of uh, putting people on pedestals, pedestalizing people, the term that we now own here at Raid and Culture? Um, do we not run the risk of doing that within the Christian um, fraternity? I mean, I don't think it's such a bad thing because at least with that you're ticking the box well hopefully you're ticking the character box you're ticking the spirituality box you're ticking the like values box of aspiring to be like that person um yeah i guess it's just don't cross the line of of thinking that they're beyond reproach or that they are inhuman like they're above a normal person well, you know what I mean? Like thinking that they can do yeah. no wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's, I agree with that. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's an interesting question. Um, if you look at the Bible, if you look like, for example, um, I think it's in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 11, 1, I think, where, um, and just before that, uh, you know, um, Paul is sort of like instructing people about whether they should eat food made from idols and that sort of thing. And then he then ends by saying, follow me as I follow Christ. So he says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. That's kind of like, you know, I can be your example, your hero, your person to emulate. But he puts that, that condition as well. He says, as I follow Christ, which is also like kind of like a filter to say, look, you follow me, but you're not following, following me blindly. You're also comparing me to Christ as we've preached him. And if I somehow digress, stop following me, only following me as long as I am in tandem with Christ. So I think uh, to kind of answer your question, I think we can, and because like what Tino said, we are aspirational beings. We, we, we move, uh, we get moved by people, you know, and, and we benefit from following people. So we can actually have heroes, but then we should always have that filter or that standard to say, as long as it's in tandem, with what Christ represented and, and, and 
and what we know about Christ, then we can safely follow what they're doing. But as long as there's something that's now in disagreement with what Christ represents, then we can say, ah, they're, they're digressing. They're, that's their flesh. That's their human side. And that we need to be wary of. Uh, that's yeah, how I'll put I, it across. I like a word you used there when you, you, you kind of referred to the whole issue of idols. And I think there is a difference between a hero and an idol. And unfortunately, this day and age, there's a lot of overlap between the yeah. two. So I think as long, uh, specifically in the Christian context, which should be the world's context, but anyway, um, as long as they're not mentioning Christ or God, uh, and it, it now begins to revolve around them, then that has ceased to be a hero and is now leaning towards idol, which we are explicitly told not to deal with because th that definitely draws you away. So if they're doing that where they say, look to me as I look to Christ, do as I do, and then they continue to remind you that I'm doing this because of, if they're shining, if they're redirecting the light to God. And I think God uses people for that very purpose to direct the focus back to him. So you make you super powered so that people look to him. That's the point. So I, I, again, I don't see heroes as a problem, but if they become your, your if you stop people by hero, uh, yes, then there's a one. If you're, if you're halting there and not looking at the source of the power, then yeah, then there's, then there's a new problem. I think. Um, all right, cool. Thanks. Thanks, Biscuit. Uh, in fact, Keith, can you just read for us that definition again, if you have it close by, that definition of hero that you just, that, that you read earlier? Yeah, cool. Say as a person who is admired for their courage, outstanding achievements, or noble qualities. Noble qualities. Noble, noble qualities. Mm. So, you know, part of the, I think part of the challenge within the Christian um, world is that um, respecting and looking up to our heroes quickly morphs into idolizing people. Mm -hmm. I think it quickly morphs into that. We anoint these people by ourselves. It'd be like, what you see now. Yeah. Don't you dare. <laughs> Exactly. So I know we've already done several episodes on the whole prophetic thing and, and whatnot, whatnot. So we, we don't necessarily need to get into that. But I'm just saying, um, how how do we how can we also be more vigilant about and and uh, Biscuit already alluded to this earlier, but just the whole idea of being more vigilant about um, looking up to people and what we look up to in those people so here's what i mean uh you can find you can find that somebody preaches great messages or they are just this popular christian leader but do we also then stop to ask ourselves hey, but this stuff that this person is saying yes it sounds very motivational and moving and stuff but is it actually is it actually biblical are we asking those questions or is it theologically sound and then further to that you know asking questions like you know for me i'll be honest after the whole ravi ravi incident I find myself asking a lot of questions about uh, just, you know, how people are living to say, okay, I'm, this, this person is deep in everything, but how are they actually living? Um, do they really believe the stuff that they're preaching? Uh, you know, those, I find myself asking those questions a lot when it comes to, to, to Christian leaders. And I think, I think I'm, I'm like, rightly so, we should be doing that, right? 
Let me pose a question regarding that, just as I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. And this, uh, and I'm, I'm not either way with it. Uh, if, if I'm saying that um, we should separate the actions of the person or, or the gifting that they have from them themselves and be okay with admiring the gifting, I'm not putting that on the Christian faith. Whether the person lives a good life or not, does it change the words that they say? Like if they're literally preaching biblical truth, but their life is another direction, should we excuse that? Because they're still saying truth. It still doesn't change it. They're just failing to live up to it. Can they still be your hero for, for preaching well? For speaking the truth, for, for really getting the message across succinctly. Can they be a hero for that? But at the same time, what can go? <laughs> I think so, because it does say that the gifts of God are gifts of God are without repentance. And also the example is, you know, when um, Paul was imprisoned in Rome, I believe, and he started hearing that there were people who were preaching out of envy and out of just to try and you know discredit him and you know just you know for the wrong reasons basically and he writes and he says yes i know that there are reasons for preaching christ out of envy out of malice but as long as christ is being preached then you know i'm happy you know that sort of thing so to answer your question i still i think that you can't take away from their words as long as they're preaching the gospel they're not distorting it their motivation or their um, lifestyle, yeah, it's you know, it's. It, I don't think it, it's it, it disqualifies what they're saying as long as they're preaching the truth and their doctrine is straight. It doesn't take away from the power of their, what they're preaching. What it does is just it disqualifies them because remember, you know, Jesus talks about people who will come to him and say, "Hey, we preach this. We cast out demons in your name. We did this and." He'll just say, hey, I didn't know you. They did all those things. They were empowered. They were effective, but they didn't have a personal relationship. They didn't walk the talk. So they themselves get disqualified. And Paul actually talks about it to Timothy when he's advising him and saying, look, when you preach, also watch yourself because you don't want a situation where you save money, um, save many, but you yourself are disqualified. Yourself. So, yeah. so the failure of the hero is upon the hero themselves, not the follower. Is that what we're, we're kind of saying there? That they're the ones that should watch themselves and live up to whatever it is that they're espousing holistically. And it's not my bad mm. for admiring. <laughs> I think it's a tricky as, one. As what? long as you're not okay. been following their lifestyle as well. Okay, yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and I guess it's also another um, context-driven one because um, for, for so many of these guys, the challenge is that, you know, often the moment people know that someone is living a double life, it becomes difficult for certain people to follow them, you know, uh, just like there are many people today who are just like, hey, I can't, I can't really follow Ravi anymore because, because of, because of all these things, um, or other people, I, I don't just want to highlight Ravi. Um, but I think it also, yeah, it's got to do with, with context as well. Um, and just bringing the Ravi issue actually, um, into the discussion, I found that in a very strange kind of way, 
I found that uh, I, I still actually I still actually listen to, to to Ravi, by the way, and I've been listening to quite a lot of his messages lately, and they've just got this new depth for me. I don't know, I can't explain it, but I listened I listened to them, and I'm like, wow, you know, this guy, wow, like the stuff that he was talking about, just from a um, theological soundness viewpoint, just from a cultural analysis. All of this kind of stuff, you just think, wow, this is actually really profound. Uh, so just to, to, I guess, to add to what uh, Biscuit is saying, that often you, you'll find that, you know, in this cancel culture where we're just so quick to just say, you, may, you might find that, you know, maybe some of those guys um, God might use as a mouthpiece for you, uh, you know, uh, in certain in certain instances. So uh, maybe that's actually a whole nother point there that 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 the difference between the gospel and the world is that the gospel remains true regardless of who's preaching it and regardless of you know of of their lifestyle. And so when our favorite Christian leader lets us down, we shouldn't then, you know, throw the baby, throw everything out, the baby, bath water, the soap, everything. The bucket, the, yeah. the bucket <laughs> you know, uh, because <laughs> Just because we're, we're not happy about certain aspects, just because God, God is still God and His truth remains. So, yeah. But I, I have a question about, and it might sound airy fairy, but I, I, I went through this more as a teen when I was made to watch the truth behind you, book. and oh um, <laughs> what's the problem? <laughs> it's not bad, but you should watch Hell's Bells before that one. Oh, I watched that too. Yeah, that was, that was good. Yeah, yeah, it was dope. It was dope. Um, I have a question about, um, and it's going to, like I said, it's going to sound like more new age, but about energy. Like, do you want to be putting your energy behind someone who is doing things out of a totally different energy? Like, That's definitely some new age stuff, right? Actually, but you know what I'm trying to say? Like, the spirit yeah, behind someone's <laughs> yeah. activities. Let, let, let me put it. Let me let me put it um, in another way. Uh, maybe in, in considering our modern world, these heroes who are doing half good things, half bad things, we often have to pay them for what they're doing, right? You have to yeah, buy their product or buy their services or in participate in their things. So, by uh, what I think you're kind of saying, enriching them, whether energy or or through other means, furthering their activities by participating. Do we want to be doing that? Mm. Do we want that on us? Do we want to also be receiving my energies actually through a system? Yes. <laughs> Thanks. No, it's just funny you mentioned the whole energy thing. I, I jumped into this clubhouse talk the other day about energy. So I thought it was energy stuff, like, you know, my industry, like oh, energy. Okay. Ah, oh, brother, talking about this. They were talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up staying and yeah, I did some some weird stuff anyway so the whole energy thing is quite interesting um i yeah anyway uh that, my, i wanted to just make a comment about about that clubhouse that, that clubhouse thing but since i'm no, talking no, no, i may as well yeah um you know this this is a very important question that you're asking because 
this energy supporting or being a part of this energy or whatever, backing them without without energy happens in a lot of ways. Sometimes it's just liking their posts, right? Isn't that yeah. a form yeah. of yeah. um or even even following yeah. them? I've just seen some things on Instagram, guys, that I'm just like, okay, you know what? This woman, sorry to say this, but this woman just wants to show us her thighs. And <laughs> and you know, there's like hundreds of people that will click and then she'll put like a scripture at the bottom. You know, this yeah. is the day the Lord has made. And you're like, hey, this has got nothing to do with the day that you want us to see your, your, your thighs and your lingerie. Like, so, so there's all this kind of stuff that you see. And also among my Christian brothers, I was liked by so and so. And I'm just like, hey, you know, it's just strange. But I, I think we need to be careful. Um, not everything is obviously like spooky spiritual. But I also think we need to be careful about, we need to be thinking at least about the things that we're endorsing. And the things that we we align ourselves with, if I can call it that, um, especially when it now almost you know like when it's in direct violation to what what we we stand for, I think it's also important for us to be more vigilant about things like that, more aggressive even. Yeah, that's why I think. Talking about heroes, sorry, you can you can go ahead. Oh no! I just wanted to ask a question. Could you do you guys in your industries seek out people with similar values to you who are doing what you want to do, like role models in your industries who are Christian? I would say well, no. PK, it's not an issue. But <laughs> <laughs> I would say the majority of the people don't. We we listen to the loudest voice. And the loudest voice mm. is the one that's going to reach you quickest, especially through social media and other things. So you see that a lot of um, faith-based uh, aspirational figures or whatever you want to call them um, are very subtle in their approach. They're very quiet. They're very in the background. You have to really work hard to find them. I, In my field, I don't really know which person believes what. I don't. They they generally don't speak about it uh, until you read some random interview. Then you're like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> you you actually you actually aspire do this. So yeah. uh, maybe we need to be more intentional about trying to find that out. Um, but then people don't really put that information out there. I think. Yeah. Yeah. What what and I have I think is it, I've got. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, no. It's it's not really relevant to this discussion. It's a whole different one. But go on. No, I was going to say in my industry, well, not so much in my industry, I guess, but I've got some colleagues that I that are in in my industry as well that I, you know, we, we talk to on a we talk to each other on a regular basis, and we just talk about things like you know how you're handling stuff like you know being offered bribes, uh, you know, stuff like that where you're being asked to cut corners. That sort of stuff, because uh, we've all been confronted with stuff like that, and I'm and I'm happy to say I've got you know I've got guys that I talk to that I just like ah dude you know let's just keep it straight. Um, so we we really just encourage each other to keep to 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 keep it straight. So I've got that. Then um, just actively also actively looking for people who are who have you know just people who have values, people who want to do the right things. Um, it's not always easy, uh, but I think what matters is not necessarily so much looking for people with what 
Christian, but I think it's just being vigilant. I think it's that whole thing. And why I say this is we're living in a culture right now, in a world where there's a lot of stuff that can slowly desensitize us. You know what I mean? So I think that more than anything, where, where we're saying, yes, this person may not be Christian, but am I able to pick out things that I'm like, ah, you know, I don't agree with. Or am I now the kind of person who's defending that person? <clears throat> Imagine somebody defending defending R. Kelly, for example. Which I need to find R. Kelly, guys. Don't did I did that all you saved me album. Ah, he's dope, he's dope, he's dope. Even though you know all these other things that he did. And then now we start excusing all those things because we like certain aspects of the person. So I think similarly we can do that with our other heroes in different areas where we're like, ah no, this own it's okay let's just and then slowly you know we start off by defending it and then before you know it you know we're actually excusing it before you know it, we're like ah, i'm now you know it's now we're, we're pro lgbtq what, what what just because our favorite people are all following it so i'm just saying as christians i think those are the things we need to be to be aware of um because we are called to be watchful to be vigilant to to take active steps to defend and protect our ground. So I think these are also things we, we, we need to be um, aware of and be careful about as we find our different heroes and people that we look up to. Yeah. 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 Cool. So maybe let yeah. me have, let me have it's some, some parts. How okay. you, how you put that across and um, it's coming back to some of the issues we're discussing. I like the fact that in Hebrews, if you look at it, uh, the whole of chapter 11 is talking about Christian mm-hmm. heroes. You know, it's, it's Paul listing all these Christian heroes from Abraham, you know, right from, you know, um, did, Paul, Abel, did Paul write Hebrews? Well, it's believed, but yeah, there's a the whole debate around okay, that. Anyway. But, okay, let me anyway, say the right okay. of Hebrews <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to be on the safe side. Right of Hebrews yeah. talks about how, you know, uh, uh, all those guys, Moses, David, all these guys, and he calls them a great cloud of witnesses, you know, kind of putting them as heroes and, and then saying, you know, we should draw inspiration from these people. And he lists down all the accolades, what they were credited for, what God credited them for. And it's interesting how, you know, he, he excludes certain people, you know, and I, I kind of feel like, you know, he doesn't talk about people like Samson. You know, there's certain characters who just kind of didn't make it, make his list. You know what I mean? So I, I'm just trying to... So isn't Samson on that list? When, when he then says, what more shall I say about... Okay, anyway, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah but, but I get your point. I get your point. Like, even, maybe not to say, yeah, I mean, yeah, Samson's on that list, actually. But, you know, he, he doesn't talk about non-faith-based people. Do you get what I mean? I mean, obviously, there were yeah. other people who did mighty exploits, like Nimrod and all those people that built mm-hmm. cities and whatever. He doesn't refer to those kind of people, you know what I mean, yeah. as people that we should emulate and draw inspiration okay. from. Why? Yeah. So it's just something just to think about as to, you know, and also talks about how even when he's talking about overseers and elders they're supposed to be role models mm-hmm. for this thing and he gives a list of requirements that they must be above reproach must be a yeah. one wife you know he's listing all these character traits that just don't 
you know, he's not just saying there must be great leaders. Yes, there must be great leaders, but they must have all these other things as well. Because people are going to yeah. follow these people. Some people will follow blindly and say, ah, but if pastor so-and-so can have a small house, surely who am I, a weak, single Christian? <laughs> you know, <laughs> that kind of trail of thought. Hmm. So I think we also have to consider those, those aspects as well. That's good. That's good. Thanks for that, Keith. In fact, on that mm, note, can we just yeah, do our parting, our, our parting thoughts because our time is gone. gone. <sighs> so no, no one wants to go? <laughs> I'm not a No, I like what Keith said. <laughs> really, I, I like what Keith said. That's, yeah, it's really um, good. And, and the more I think about it, the more I am uh, of the opinion that um, as much as we can, we must have heroes that cover the full spectrum. Oosh, my battery's almost gone. Forgive me if I just cut off. Um, who cover the full spectrum. It's not enough for our heroes to just have the gifting we want. They need to be the full thing because that gifting alone could corrupt you. It could make you do funny things. Yeah. You could end up excusing nonsense. So you need somebody who captures, if you must have a hero who reflects the whole picture, and that picture must still point towards Christ, because that the only thing you can borrow from them is Jesus. You can't be them, yeah. you can't have their skill, but you can have the same Christ in you. So, yeah, I, I would say let, let's endeavor for that at the very most. That's good. Thanks, Biscuit. True. Um, I'd say... I don't, I'm not against having heroes. Um, actually, I don't know if there's a big difference between heroes and role models per se. I actually remember one time when Rihanna was just like, oh, me, I'm not a role model. I didn't tell anyone to copy what I do. Like, I'm just living my life. Wow. If you like my music, but I'm not going to model what you want your daughter to be like, for example. So I just think, I mean, if these people don't really want the responsibility of being in some way accountable for our actions, then we shouldn't seek to follow their actions either. Because, you know, we all know at the end, we're all answerable for what we do, what we say, what we endorse, what we don't say as well. Um, so yeah, I think just be wary in terms of who we put our energy <laughs> behind. Because <laughs> uh, really, what does it profit a man to, to gain the world and lose his soul? If we know for sure that these yeah. people are professing Christians, then yeah, there has to be a limit in terms of what we look to them in terms of guidance for. Because they yeah. obviously head down a very clear path. If it's not towards Jesus, it's going somewhere else. So yeah, let's just always be cognizant of that. That's good. That's good. Mr. Kent? Uh, no, those were my parting shots, the last ones. So. Okay. Uh, cool. Uh, I guess I, I'll just also say that uh, there's just so much happening in our world today, and we need to be... The word that, I just, that keeps coming to my mind is vigilant, and vigilance just means that we have to be watchful and always aware of, you know, yeah, you can have your favorite rapper or your favorite model or whoever, but don't let that, don't get so consumed by that, that you're willing to to sacrifice your 
values and the things that you ought to, your principles, in order to continue following this person. Um, and I think the moment we want to do, the moment we are, we're willing to block out the voice of God just so that we can have a hero or whatever, uh, I think already there we have a problem. We should Our hearts should be malleable and we should allow God to... Um, to mold and shape them. And if God convicts us about something, then we should be willing to just say, mm, we unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. Uh, yeah. Because ultimately, you know, that that's that's who we want to follow, um, God. And then the other thing I think we also need to be aware of is as Christians, we are supposed, we, we are in many ways supposed to be the people that other people are following. And so uh, Paul says to Timothy, be an example um, in word, in deed, in all, and in conduct, and he mentions all these things that um, Timothy should do in order to 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 be a leader in in his space and in his context. So I think similarly for us, we should all, always remember that people people look up to us. People, some people look up to us. Some people regard us, you know, as uh, people who have the word or people who follow God. And so we we must always be aware of things like that as well. Uh, that. Uh, we should be worth following if people are going to follow us. So I think those would be my parting shots. Uh, I guess we can't totally get rid of heroes, right? No, I don't think so. <laughs> anyway, T-Mac, uh, over to you. Yeah, yeah. So everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Um, please give us a rating wherever you're listening to this podcast, whether it's on... Apple or I don't know where else people listen, CastBox, Spotify, whichever podcast listening app you are using or wherever you're watching this, give us a like, give us some feedback, give us your contributions, but give us ratings because it will help other people find this show and see our beautiful faces. And <laughs> yeah, so thank you everybody for your support thus far and we'll keep doing what we do. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Radiant Culture Podcast. If you want to make a contribution, make a suggestion, or have a request, you can get in touch with us via email on radiantatthehub.co.zw or inbox us on Facebook and Twitter. Look out for the next episode and remember to share this one with everybody you know. God bless. It's hot. It's fresh. It's uncut. Hashtag Real Talk on the Radiant Culture Podcast.